All right, y'all. So, um, just as I was getting ready about to get into it, guess what? My phone started ringing. <laughs> as always, so I just turned my airplane mode right on. So, we do not get disturbed. Um, I did just give y'all my YouTube channel. So, like I said, if you haven't yet, go over and subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend because this may help someone. This may be some information that someone needs in their life. And um, tune in because we about to get right on into it. All right. So, I came back on my podcast tonight just to uh, go in go into a little bit more depth about spiritual wickedness in the high places, y'all. Um, I talked about it on my, um, YouTube video, Sorcery. So, yes, um, I went in depth about sorcery, the word sorcery, and everything that consists of sorcery. I had Bible verses at the end of my video and everything. I even, um, left, like, um, not really a testimony, but just a word at the end of how I have actually been through it. I've, I'm a living witness of um, wickedness and sorcery and um, black magic and stuff like that. So, no, I have never practiced it, but it has been done to me. And I didn't go into depth or, or really about it. I just told um, a story about the dream, okay? That's all I did. So, yes, I do want to talk about spiritual wicked wickedness in high places, all right? Um, the Bible verse that's in Ephesians and what he is saying about that. But I do have, I do have a passage that I want to read y'all. More of a passage is just, uh, just something I have found on Google. Um, if you want, if you want to go and look it up yourself, it's called spreading the word without saying a word ministry. All right. And this website is wordpress.com. All right, it says saving grace in a lost world. All right, this was posted nine years ago. So if you go to Google, type in spiritual wickedness in high places, you should be able to pull this up. But I did want to come on here and talk more about spiritual wickedness in high places. All right, um, that was towards the end of my video on YouTube. I said I was going to come over here and talk more about it. Spiritual being spiritual wickedness in high places, so people can get a better understanding of it. And I am gonna take this once it's done, and take this and copy it and post it to that video as well, so the YouTube watchers can go and listen to it and get a better understanding of spiritual wickedness in high places as well. All right, so we're gonna go on into it, y'all. I'm just reading. Reading from this website, I have already read it, and I felt like this needed to be shared. So that's why I'm coming, bringing it to y'all, to you guys now, to y'all now. All right. So just listen very closely. Um, if you want to, you can get a, a pen pad. Um, you can always play this back, and you can write certain stuff down, and you can always go and research certain stuff yourself. All right. So I'm about to go ahead and get into it. All right, so the name of this is Spiritual Wickedness in High Places. This is a subject that most do not understand and few discuss in detail with boldness and honesty. It is delivered to you through revelation of the Holy Spirit to edify the body of Christ and to educate the body of believers that we might be in one accord, all right? 
that we might be in with a court, that means that we're not going to argue with each other about this, all right? We all believe the same thing, okay? So, Philippines 2-2. Fulfill ye my joy, that ye may be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Okay? That's the body of Christ. Us as believers, I don't know how many of y'all listen are believers, but if you are not, I'm hoping that once I finish this, you will become a believer, all right? But I don't know how many of y'all that are believers. This is just saying that we will be one, okay? Have you ever thought about what the scripture means? Ephesians 6, 12, all right? So this was my, this this um, verse that I'm about to read, this was my last verse on my YouTube video. So that's why I'm bringing it back here because this was the last thing, um, my YouTube video, Sorcery, all right? Um, I talked about it a little bit in the Boaz um, title video, but I didn't really go into depth. But I went back into depth Um in the next video, which was sorcery, but not really as much as I feel like I needed to. So that's why I'm here doing this. All right. So I'm going to keep going. Have you ever thought about what the scripture means? Ephesians 6, 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Let's get a better understanding of this verse so that we may understand how this verse applies to the believer in Christ Jesus, okay? That's for the ones that believe in God, all right? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, spiritual wickedness in high places, all right? The devil and his demons are the rulers of the darkness of this world. We are warned in 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, be vigilant, be because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Why would we, as believers, be warned of this? We know God's word, so we are overcomers. First John four four, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. 1 John 5, 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. 1 John 5, 5. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth the Jesus? I'm sorry, y'all. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Okay. John 12, 46. I am come a light into the world. I am come a light into the world that whosoever believes on me shall not abide in dark darkness. John fourteen sixteen, and I will pray the Father, and I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may, that He may abide with you forever. Okay, John fifteen four, abide in me, and I in you. All right, so I always pray that in my prayers, all right? That right there, I always say that. Okay, so go on, we're going to go on to the next. First John two fourteen, I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you. And ye have overcome the wicked one. All right? 
We as believers in Christ Jesus should understand that while we, the true believers, are possessed and dwelled by the Holy Ghost, you should also be aware of and understand that unbelievers are possessed by the spirit of Satan. All right, did y'all hear that? We as believers in Christ Jesus should understand that while we, the true, true, the true believers, are possessed slash indwelled by the Holy Ghost, okay? So we carry a power too. We carry a Holy Ghost power, okay? That's what that is saying. You should also be aware of, aware of and understand that unbelievers are possessed by the spirit of Satan, okay? He's saying that the ones that don't believe in God, they have a spirit of Satan in them, okay? They are against God, all right? They don't believe that it's so. So, yes, they have the spirit of Satan. That's what it says. And they got three exclamation marks behind it. Like, they mean it. All right? So, Jesus himself is speaking in Acts 26, 18. And it says, To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan. Unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them, which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Okay? He's saying that um, everyone has an inheritance, okay, among them. Inheritance, if you don't know what that means, that's riches, okay? Um, that's wealth, all right? That's land, property, whatever whatever you want to call it, all right? All of these things consist of inheritance, all right? It's given to you, all right? Ephesians 2, 1. And you, the believer, have he quickened. Who were past tense, all right? Used to be. Dead in trespasses and sins, all right? Ephesians 2, 2. Where in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, all right? Used to be a sinner, all right? That's what that's saying. According to the prince of power of air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, all right? So the devil is the prince of power of the air, all right? The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's people that deliberately go against God's will for their life, okay? That's what that is. Did you catch that? The prince of power, the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now present tense worketh in the children of disobedience. That's unbelievers. Hebrews 3, 12. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. All right? Take heed. It says, take heed, my brother. Don't let there be in you any evil, all right, in your heart or unbelief. All right? You, sh- you will be departed from the living God. Okay? That's basically what that is saying. Colossians 1, tw- 1.12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. All right? So that's something that's passed down, inheritance. All right? Colossians 1.13. Who hath delivered us, the believer? All right? Who hath, who have, this is what the believer is saying. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin, all right? Now we're talking about the Holy Spirit, all right, y'all? 
So we're moving along. We're moving on down this little passage. All right, 2 Corinthians one twenty two. Who have who have also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirit in our hearts? Who have also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirit in our hearts? Okay. Nobody but the Lord, okay? Ephesians 1.13. And whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Did you catch that? After that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. All right. Ephesians 4.30 And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Alright, so you receive, when you believe in God, you do, re- you do receive the Holy Spirit that you were promised, the power that you, it, it is ignited when you put your trust in the Lord. Alright, your faith, got faith, you have the Holy Spirit, alright? Even though we are sealed unto the day of redemption, we are still prone to the attacks of Satan. It doesn't matter, though, if we got the Holy Spirit or not. That's what they're saying. No matter if we have the Holy Spirit or not, we are not exempt from the attacks of Satan, okay? Even though we are sealed unto the day of redemption, we are still prone to the attacks of Satan. Excuse me, I keep yawning. Because we are still in the, in the world, but not of this world, okay? You get that? We still here on earth, but that don't mean we got to do everything that everybody else out here doing, okay? That's going on in the world. Second Corinthians 4, 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. All right? So that means we got problems, all right? But we we are not we are not falling down and not getting back up, okay? We are keeping it moving. All right? With joy and peace in our heart, okay? Second Corinthians 4 9. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down but not destroyed. Okay? Persecuted, slying, people lying on you. But not forsaken. Cast down, people just Throwing you under the bus, but not destroyed, okay? John sixteen thirty three. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye, ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, okay? This is what God is saying, because this is in red text. All right, it says, this is John 16, I'm going to reread that. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall, ye shall have tribulation. Okay, that's problems in life. But be of good cheer. He tells us to be joyful about it, okay? For I have overcome the world. Be joyful. Uh, praise God through your, through your struggle, okay? He wants us to be happy. He does not want us to be sad. John fifteen eighteen. If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. So basically what he is saying, um, when people do certain things to you, just know that it happens because you are a believer in God. 
All right, they may laugh at you, they may mock you, mocking is copying you, um, just trying to put you down, belittling you because you believe in God or trying to say little things. He said, don't even worry about that. He said, because this doesn't happen to me. It happened to me before it happened to you, okay? John fifteen nineteen. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hate of you, okay? So he is saying in this passage right here, John fifteen nineteen. If ye were of the world, that means if we did everything that everybody else do okay we follow the crowd the world would love his own of course the world would everybody would love us okay everybody would love us because everybody is following this big wave to hell i hate to say it like that but that's what it is everybody is following following this big wave to hell that's what's going on okay the world would love his own but because you are not of the world that's us that choose that choose to walk the right path, all right? The chosen, the chosen ones. And why you are called the chosen one, that was broke down to me, all right? Because you chose to pick up your cross and bury. You chose to be different and stand out. That's why you are chosen, okay? So for the chosen ones that are listening, because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you. And he says he has chosen us too as well, okay? But I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hate of you. Because you were chosen out, okay? Some of us, he specifically chooses, okay? But you can choose him and you still are considered chosen, okay? Listen, therefore the world hate of you. So people not going to like you, all right? Chosen ones, listening. People are not going to like you for the fact that you follow Jesus Christ, Okay? Well, the fact that you said that God is the one that is true, all right? The Almighty King, people will not like you, all right? People will turn on you, all right? You're going to have many trials and tribulations because of this. But he wants us to stand strong and have faith in him that he will bring us out for um, we are holier and mightier, all right? Than he that is in the world, all right? We need to understand that we as believers are possessed with the Holy Spirit and can no longer be possessed by Satan because we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Just like Jesus was attacked, tempted by Satan in the wilderness, we can still be attacked by Satan and his demons. Okay, it doesn't matter if we have the Holy Spirit. Like I just told y'all, we're still going to have trials and tribulations, okay? All right. So Matthew 4, 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Jesus used the word of God to combat Satan, okay? That means he used the word of God to get Satan off his back, all right? Mark 1, 13, and he was there in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted of Satan, all right? He's just going through temptation after temptation after temptation. The devil was trying to offer him all kinds of things, okay? He did not bow. But he answered and said, It is written, man should not live by bread alone. That's money. Or food, okay? Man should, it says, for it is, it is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, okay? 
Matthew 4, 7. Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the, the Lord thy God. All right. Matthew 14. Then saith Jesus unto him, get thee hence, Satan. That means get thee behind thee, Satan. Okay, get behind me. For it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Jesus used himself as an example to show us how to fight Satan. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. All right? He will make a way. Galatians 6, 1. Brethren. That means brother. If a man be overtaken in a fault, in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such as restore such and one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Okay. So I got a little cry right there because I was deciphering it. So it says, brother, if a man be overtaken in fault. That means if you fall weak to wrongdoing, okay, you which, it says ye which are spiritual, you which are spiritual, okay, us as the believers, restore such and one in the spirit of meekness, okay, so that means to uplift us. Okay, to uplift one another. If we fall short, we everybody falls short of the glory of God, but um, we can be restored. Um, and meekness, that's goodness. Considering thyself, because what if that, what if it happened to us? You know what I'm saying? If we see one of our fellow, fellow believers down and out, and they are feeling guilty because they have sinned or whatever the case may be, he tells us to lift them up. All right, lift them back up in spirit because what if it was us? We would want the same dealt to us, okay? Or lest thou also be tempted, or we shall be tempted the same way, okay? All right, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three, be not deceived. All right, evil communications corrupt good manners. And so what I got from that. It's like um, sorcery, evil communications, corrupt good manners. James 3.16, for where every end and strife is, there is confusion and evil in every evil work. All right. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. That's jealousy. All right. It's always going to be confusion when there's jealous people around, okay? Because they like to keep stuff going. They just, I don't know, it's just the spirit that they got carrying around with them. That's why I said everybody needs to be spiritually in tune, okay? Because this stuff is deep, all right? Remember what Jesus said in John 10, 10. The thief, Satan, cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy I, Jesus, I come that ye might have life and that they might have it more abundantly, okay? 1 Corinthians 14, 33. For God is not the author 
of confusion, but of peace, okay? He's letting you know God is not a God of confusion, okay? If you're confused about something, that is not of God, all right? But of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Romans 12, 12, 21. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. All right. He's basically telling us right there. Do not let evil thoughts take over our mind. Do not let evil take over our body. But we're supposed to fight the evil back off. Okay. We're supposed to overcome the evil. Good is supposed to come overcome evil. Okay. And so I can't remember when I was... <sighs> Some months back, okay, I always, in the back of my head, I always be like, you know what, I, before I bow down to evilness and just out here just doing any little thing and being evil and stuff like that, I, I'm going to let the good, the, the good, I'm always stand with the good because good is better than evil. I don't know, that's always stuck with me in my heart. I'm going, I'm going with the good, okay? That's what I always say. That's what I always have said to myself. I don't care what I've done um, in the past. I always went with the good. I may have, I have done did some things that was not with the good. Okay, but it's okay because He has forgiven me. But um, now I'm strictly for the good. I have, I have let the devil use me. I'm not even going to lie. I have to let the devil use me sometimes in my life. I'm not perfect. All right. But, um, we are forgiven through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ himself. All we got to do is ask for forgiveness. All right. Go to him in repentance and we shall be forgiven. All right. We as believers in Christ Jesus have relationships with spouses and other family, co-workers, friends in the real, the real world, as well as on social networking sites and people that we minister to. We meet people from all walks of life. Some are true believers, some are self-proclaimed unbelievers, and some are religious people claiming to be believers. But are unbelievers unclean? Some, but some, I'm sorry, y'all. I got that all mixed up. We as believers in Christ Jesus have relationships with spouses and other family, co-workers, friends in the real world, as well as on social networking sites and people that we minister to. We meet people from all walks of life. Some are true believers. Some are self-proclaimed unbelievers, and some are religious people claiming to be believers, but are unbelievers according to the word of God. Okay? People claiming to believe in God, but really are unbelievers because they're not following the word of God. You know what I'm saying? That's the hypocrisy talking about right there. That's hypocritical. All right? Um... A lot of people say they believe in God, but don't go by God's word. How can you say you believe in something, but you're not following it? All right? You're not going by his word. So, therefore, you are, according to God, you are an unbeliever. All right? Now, let's see what the word of God says about keeping ourselves separated from unbelievers. All right? This is... Second, Second Corinthians six fourteen, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? Why should we 
good be with bad, okay? That's what they're saying. People that want, don't believe, why should people that believe be with people that don't believe, all right? And what communion have light with darkness, all right? <laughs> Everybody get that. It's, it's nothing, it's not, no comparison in between the two, okay? That's what he's saying. Like, they are two totally opposite against each other, all right? 2 Corinthians 6.15, and what concord have Christ with Baal? All right, or, or what part have he that believeth with an inf infidel? Now, those two I do not know nothing about, but I will look them up. All right, 2 Corinthians 6.16, and what agreement, agreement have the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God have said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people, okay? He does not want us to worship any other than him, okay? He's the only one. He wants us to give all our praise and worship to him. Second Corinthians six seventeen. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So he says, separate ourselves, all right? He's calling us out. Come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, all right? And I will receive you. Corinthians 6.18. Well, before I get into Corinthians 6, 18, I do want to say the unclean thing is everything that is not of God, okay? Everything that is not of God, he wants us to touch it not, all right? Corinthians 6, 18, and we'll be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty, all right? Why do you think that God's word says to separate yourselves from unbelievers? Because like it or not, if they are not possessed by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, then they are, according to the Word of God, controlled and possessed by the power of Satan. We are given a good example in John 13, too. And supper be being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judah Issachar, Simon's son, to betray him. All right? So that's they talking about when they Jesus and his disciples was at the Last Supper, okay? And so Satan did get into Judah's heart, all right? And he tricked Judas into um, betraying Jesus, all right? You might think, but you might think, but they are nice. I love them. God can't possibly be talking about my loved one or friend. God's word says, separate from them. Jesus already knew that Judas would betray him because he is God in the flesh and he knows all things. The example is given for our benefit. Okay, so basically they saying um, we as believers, we need to separate ourselves from everyone that does not believe because eventually they will do something to um, cross us. And when I say cross, that is to hurt us, um, deceive us in some kind of way. 
plot against us in some kind of way, okay? Or maybe even curse us. And so when I say curse, I do want to put this on this podcast. I did read this and I did find this out in the Bible. A curse, a lot of people don't realize that they got the spirit of witchcraft upon them. But a curse is hoping that something doesn't happen for another person. So if you say you get into it with somebody or you close friends with somebody or so or whatever, you have jealous envy in your heart, whatever it may be that's in your heart that's got you hoping that stuff don't happen for somebody, that is a spirit of witchcraft, okay? And so a lot of people don't know that, but that's a curse. You're cursing, you're cursing somebody else. And so, um, I'm not going to talk about get into depth with that right now tonight, but we will talk about that. I should, I think I'm going to do another video on sorcery because I don't think I put everything, put everything in there that, the way I should have, but I, I put enough in there. So I may do another, I think I'm going to do a sorcery part two, but not no time soon. I just had to get what was out that I got out early. All right. So I'm going to keep going. Jesus said in his own words, Matthew 10, 34, Think not that I am come to send, send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Okay, so I'm telling you, I kept telling them earlier on my sorcerer video, God is a God of war, man. God do not be playing. God is a God of war. Everybody just think God is this peaceful little God. No, God is a God of war too as well. All right? Think not that I, I that I am come to send peace on earth. All right? Don't just think that he just coming just to send peace. All right? I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. All right? Matthew 10, 36. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That one was deep. And those closest to you, even living with you. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. People living, they right there in your own house. He that love a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that love a son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Matthew 10, 38. So no, he don't want us to put nobody before him. Nobody, okay? He comes first. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. All right, y'all. So uh, you know what I was saying earlier about picking up your cross, bearing your cross. That means bearing with everything you have to deal with in life. You go through in life. You got to carry that weight because Jesus carried the weight for us when he died for our sins. Okay. So that's what picking up that cross means. And so when you choose to do this, you become chosen. All right. Because you have chose to do what the Lord has called you to do. And some of us, he just chooses, all right? He chooses us, all right? We don't choose him. He chooses us, some of us. For many are called, but few are chosen, all right? All right, so again, in 2 Corinthians 6, 16, And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God. And they shall be my people. Sorry, y'all. I'm sad like I'm wheezing. 
Jesus is clear. If you don't put him first above all else, including your friends and loved ones, then you are not worthy of him. His words is not written to be mean, it is written as a God to the life of the believer, so that you may have abundant life in him because he loves us. I remind you that the spirit of the devil lives in unbelievers according to God's word. If Satan lives in and controls these unbelievers, and he does, then this then remember this the spirit controlling them hates you because you have the spirit of God living inside of you. All right. First John four one. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets prophets are going out into the world. If it's not of God, it is of the devil. When you associate with unbelievers, you are giving demonic spirits free reign to attack. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. All right. The devil and his demons are the rulers of darkness of this world. The devil uses the unbeliever to attack the believer. All right. The devil uses people. He uses the unbeliever to attack the believer. It's not the person that is evil, but the spirit that is in the person. They probably don't even realize it, and neither do you. Even if there is no outward dis- dis- discourse between you and that person, the division is still there because it's a spiritual law. Paul is clear in Second Corinthians six fourteen. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. All right? Let's take a look at these verses. 1 John 4.1 Beloved, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. Jude, Jude one four, for there are certain men crept in unawares. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of, who were before before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all tried to say that. I think I said it right. (laughs) But they spell L-A-S-C-I-V-I-O-U-S-N-E-S-S. Lavishness. Okay, I think I said that right. All right. And and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. These verses make it clear that just because someone says they are a believer doesn't make it true. Again, if one is not possessed by the Holy Spirit, they are possessed by the devil. Paul said in 1 Corinthians one twenty three, But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. Any gospel or doctrine that is not the doctrine of Jesus Christ and him crucified is not of God. Not all people that call themselves Christians are truly Christians. 
Christianity is not a religion. Neither has been and never will be. It's a way of living and trusting fully in Jesus Christ. I, they say Christianity, I say spirituality, okay? Just as Paul said in Romans 9, 6, For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. According to the word of God, those believing a false gospel are accursed, a thing devoted to God without hope of being redeemed to be slain, therefore a person or thing doomed to destruction. All right, because they don't believe they because they don't believe the gospel of Christ crucified, they believe a false gospel. Galatians one eight. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse, okay? Galatians 1 9, as we said before, so so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be a curse. We as believers in Christ Jesus know that anyone that is devoted to God without hope of being redeemed is to be slain. Therefore, a person or a thing doomed to destruction is not of God because we are promised eternal life so that makes them fake Christians. Denominations, religions, and religious spirits are not of God, okay? Revelation 18.4, And I heard another voice from the heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sin, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Because our religion is of Satan. This verse applies to our religious, not just the Catholics. The point here is that the religious spirits are of the devil, and those possessed by religious spirits are not of God. They are of the devil. No matter how it looks to the natural eye, the spiritual eye has a different view. All right? Got that right. That's why I said I'm a spiritual person. I'm a spiritual believer, okay? 1 Corinthians 2.14 But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. All right? So just looking at it, you're not going to understand it. You got to pray and ask God for this wisdom. I had to do it. All right. All right. So um, Colossians 1.9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might f- be filled with the knowledge of his, his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Okay. That you, I just told you to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. And all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This illustration is a perfect example. If it's not of God, it's of the devil. Evil is evil, whether it's the evil of Islam, communism, Nazism, catholicism. Cathol- 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 I about couldn't get that out. I don't know what's wrong with me in these words. But catholicism or religion in general, all right? So, yes, all he said, all of these is evil. Evil is evil. Whether it's Islam, communism, Nazism, Catholicism, or religion in general, okay? Examples of demonic spirits attacks. Demonic spirits attacks unbelievers through the use of other people and set circumstances. All right, so he just said examples of demonic spirit attacks unbelievers are through the use of other people and circumstances remember it should be rare for you to for rare for you as the believer to argue 
feel depressed, feel sad, have rage and anger, get a headache or anything else that is not of God. Okay? We're not supposed to be getting these things. We're not supposed to be feeling these way. This is not this feeling this way. This is not of God. Okay? Of course, it's a human nature to have different opinions and not agree on everything, but you should not have a range of negative emotions when the Spirit of God lives inside of you. And to be honest, y'all, since I've been um, on this little, before I keep continuing, I do want to say, since I've been on this spiritual walk, back on the spiritual walk with the Lord himself, my Father who I didn't have him, um, I have been feeling good. I really have. I have been feeling good. I've been upright in spirit. Like, I mean, some we ain't, it ain't going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be perfect, but because ain't nobody perfect. Ain't nobody going to have them. Well, some people do. You never know. But I'm just saying, I have been feeling good, and I've been getting up early, and I've been doing what I got to do, getting out of here. I mean, every day I've been at it. And I just been saying in his word. That's all I've been doing. All right. So I kind of do agree with that. I, I really do agree with that. All right. He says you should not get a headache or anything. All right. Have you ever talked to someone on the phone? You were in a great mood when they called. Then after you got off the phone with them. Hey. Oh, it's still recording. I'm sorry, y'all. I thought, I thought that it had stopped. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I said, hey. I said, hey, real quick. Okay, I'm about to get into it. I'm about to get back into it, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I done lost my little place. Okay, I'm right back to it. I'm about to say now. I hope I ain't lose it. Okay, so I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry about that. I'm about through. I am about through. All right, so... Here we go. We back on it again. I thought this thing had stopped. All right. I'm going to say, now my recording has stopped in the middle of me reading. I'd have been over here reading out loud and everything to myself. Okay. Well, here we go. Have you ever talked to someone on the phone? You were in a great mood when they called. Then after you got off of the phone, you felt angry, depressed, or sad for no apparent reason. Have you ever, for no apparent reason, got into an argument with a loved one or friend after one of those calls? Have you ever gone to a friend's page on social network site and suddenly got a headache? Or again, get into an unexplainable argument with that person or someone else? Ooh, I keep yawning, y'all. About my bedtime. Have you ever had someone tell you that they just got into an argument with their spouse or someone else. Then for no apparent reason, you are angry or getting into an argument. 
Have you ever been in, <clears throat> been in a public place? Someone bumps into you. A few minutes later, you feel angry, sad, depressed, everything else. Have you ever watched TV, a movie, or a music video and suddenly felt rage and the other negative emotions that are mentioned? Have you ever been in the middle of doing something for the Lord and have constant, sometimes unexplainable interruptions? Have any of these situations been directed at you by another person? Someone has a bad day and takes it out on you. These are real-life examples of spiritual attacks. Are you beginning to understand where these attacks are coming from? Not from the person, but from the spirits that are controlling and possessing, oppressing, or hindering that person. Okay? It is irritating to say the least for anyone to withstand a demonic attack. Especially when you are being wrongly accused, called names, and so on. Remember, the devil is the accuser. It is not the person that is angry at you. It's the spirit that is controlling, oppressing, or possess, controlling, oppressing, or possessing them. Most of the time, people don't have a clue why they are really attacking you. They just are, and they are angry. The spirit of anger then spills over to you. The same goes if you are the one that is doing the attacking. After it's over, it happened. You can't change it. Remember after Judas betrayed Jesus when he had done the devil's will? Judas killed himself. Stop the vicious cycle. Learn from it. All right, so then we go to James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Recognize that it is from the devil and, and refuse to participate, okay? You got to recognize these things when you feel in these ways. You got That's why you got to pray. You really have to pray against these things, okay? This is principalities. I talked about this in my sorcery uh, video that I did, all right? So make sure you go to my YouTube and listen, listen to it. But principalities is fear, doubt, anger, anxiety, depression, um sexual immorality, um, gossiping, um, it's a, it's a bunch of them, y'all. That's the principalities that they talking about, right? Recognize that it's from the devil and refuse to participate. It is no win situation. Again, recognize the attack for what it is and walk away if possible. Laugh at Satan. Don't allow him to laugh at you and steal your joy one more second. He knows his time is short, so he is doing his best to make people miserable, okay? He knows his time is short, so he is doing his best to make people miserable. That's why I be telling y'all every morning I come on here, do not let the devil steal your joy, honey, because that's exactly what he doing in this time, the end times that we living in right now. Look at all the stuff that's happening all over the world. It's happening like that for a reason. Too many people walking without God in their life. God is mad. I'm telling y'all, God is a God of war. People is getting killed left and right. He taking his hand off of people. Um, he not giving people no more chances. Um, if if you listen to this right now, this this a chance for you. Okay, no telling how many more chances you got left. But um, 
He's he's raising people up in this time. I, I'm one of them. He's raising people up in this time to speak. The people that's bold, got the spirit of boldness. So that's me. That's why I'm here doing this, what I'm doing now, to come and speak to people about God. But he is, he is not playing. It's, I mean, it's coming to an end. Everything's coming to an end. I don't know when. I could never tell you when because I do not know. But I just know that I'm just here to get this word out to people and to be that voice for him. That's all I know. Okay? That's all I know. All right, so Jesus said in John 10, 10, that thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And I come that you may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Okay, so that you might have it more abundantly. The devil wants to destroy marriages, relationships with family and friends, and he wants to destroy you, period. Okay, let me read that again. The devil wants to destroy marriages, relationships with family and friends, and he wants to destroy you, period. Like I said in my um sorcery video, the devil don't play fair, okay? The devil do not play fair. He is very unfair. Like, you can't trust him, bruh. If you result to him, if you go to him for certain things, you are putting yourself in harm's danger when you think you can trust the devil. He does not play fair. He is very deceptive, conniving, um, manipulative, manipulative, okay? He's... He's going to do what he can to manipulate your mind, okay? To turn you against God. That's what he does. He does not play fair. All he wants is your soul, okay? So when it is all over and said and done with, guess guess what? You probably have people like me come in your life in and out multiple times, right? And that's just, just to say, for instance, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even going to say Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You had people like me coming in and out your life um, multiple times throughout throughout your life or whatever. I ain't the first person that's done talked about God in your life. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be the last probably. You know, telling how many more times God going to give you. But the devil has always been there. He's been there to deceive. He got you not wanting to listen. He's heart in your heart. He's got you turning your back against God, okay? Let me tell you something. All the devil wants is your soul. And he's trying to take everybody with, you, with him that he can, honey. He's trying to take everybody that he can with him because he's mad because he got kicked out. All right? And so not just him. Um, spiritual wickedness in high places, all right, against powers and principalities. He got his angels with him, too, because before he got kicked out of heaven, he took a host of once again, I got cut off again, but I am about through, y'all. I do want to finish saying, like I was saying, the devil don't care about you. Um, he don't care if you don't believe in God. He don't care if you don't believe in him. That's not the point. He's still going to take your soul. It don't matter if you didn't believe in him or if you didn't believe in God. You could believe in nothing, okay? Whatever, you can believe in nothing. It's not like you haven't heard about God. It's not like you haven't heard about him. This is what I'm saying about the devil being unfair. It doesn't matter what you believe in. Um, he most definitely doesn't want you to believe in God. So as long as you're not believing in God, he cool with you doing whatever you want to do in life, honey. Because he got you. And when you die, you're going with him. That's all he care about. All right? That's all he care about is your soul. All right. 
So people talk about spiritual warfare. Y'all, I'm almost finished. So people talk about spiritual warfare, but most do not understand it. The spiritual realm is very real. If we are not aware of it and how it works, we are more subject to attacks. Remember, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manner. Okay. I said that earlier. That's um, evil communications. That's talking to the dead, whatever the case may be. Um, Demons. Um, doing sorcery, that's black magic, um, all types of stuff. Witchcraft, be not deceived, evil communication, corrupt good manners, okay? James 3.16, for where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work, all right? This is why Paul tells us in Ephesians 6.11, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, all right, Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, okay? Ephesians six thirteen, wherefore take unto you the whole arm of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, all right? That in the time in in the time of evil, okay, in the evil day, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, okay, you're gonna fight, you're gonna fight against it. Ephesians six fourteen, stand therefore, having your lions girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Ephesians six fifteen, and your feet should with the preparation of the gospel of peace, your feet shot shot. Hot, yep, shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Ephesians 6, 6, 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Ephesians 6, 17, that means, um, that, that won't even bother you. All the fiery darts of the wicked, <laughs> taking the shield of faith, all right, wherewith you shall be able to quench out. That means you're going to take it and it ain't even going to phase you, okay? Ephesians six seventeen, and take the helmet of the salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Ephesians six eighteen, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Okay, we pray that this blesses you and your family and opens your eyes to the truth in God's written word. All right, Matthew eleven fifteen. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. This is the truth in God's word, not intended to offend offend anyone. All right, John sixteen one. These things have I spoken unto you that ye should be should not be offended. All right, Ephesians five eleven. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Okay, that means get away from them, okay? Turn turn away from them. John three twenty, for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light. Is everyone that hates uh everyone that doeth that does evil things, thinks evil things, okay? Um, that's still that's still sin. Hateth the light, you don't you don't like light, okay? Neither do you come to the light. You don't try to come to the light. Lest his deeds should be reproved. Okay? That means um, you get nothing. All right? It don't matter what you do. You, um, what good deeds you did. You did. If you don't like the light and you're doing evil, um, it, it ain't going to count. Okay? 
Ephesians 5.13, But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doeth make manifest is light. All right. Mark 8.38, Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words. He's saying, don't be ashamed of him in this adulterous and sinful generation. Okay, let me reread this again because it, this this a lot of this going on out here. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and, and me and of my words. He's saying, who? Sh- why are you ashamed? Okay, in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed. Okay, he's saying, if you deny me in front, you deny me. Because of the world, because of what everybody else doing, because of what everybody else think, because of what everybody else um, believe in, you're going to deny me. So when it gets time for you to come to Judgment Day, that everybody don't believe in, and don't believe in spiritual stuff, okay? Where you think you go when you die, all right? Ask yourself that question. For the ones that don't believe, he said, when you deny me in front of, in the world, in front of people, when it come that time, I'm going to deny you too. You will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You will not enter them gates. You'll be going to the fiery pits of hell, okay? In this adult, I'm not trying to offend nobody, but that's just the truth, man. In this adulterous world and sinful generation, just that's this generation here on earth now. Um, of him also shall the son of man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his father with the holy angels. That means when judgment day, okay, he that rejecteth me and receiveth not my word. That means you, you, um, you heard the word, but you didn't take it in. All right. You did not receive it. You wasn't trying to listen. Have one that judge of him, the word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. You will be judged by this according to God in the la- in your in the time of ju- judgment day in the last day. That's judgment day, okay? John sixteen six. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. He's saying, don't feel ashamed, okay? Because he has said these things. Yes, it's not supposed to make you feel bad, okay? It's really here to bring you to salvation, okay? All right, so this is what we're about to get into. This fact remains, okay? This is Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. The truth is evident. Your family, friends, co-workers, and acquaintances will not get you to heaven. Only Jesus will. Do you know Jesus? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ and asked him to be your savior? All right. That's the main question y'all must ask yourself. And this is it for me. All right. I have read everything. That is the question I want to leave with y'all. Do you know Jesus? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ and asked him to be your savior? That is my question. All right. And so that is all I have for you guys on tonight's podcast. Um, people kept calling. I kept getting knocked off, um, thinking I had my phone on airplane mode. So it it is like three segments. It is this last one is eight, but going to be nine minutes. And then the one, the first one is like five minutes. And then the one in the middle is like 50 minutes. So I hope everybody listens. I hope you get something from this and until tomorrow morning. 
Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.